Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Kind of Funny Screencast special WWE WrestleMania ranked. I'm Greg. That's Tim. That's Mike. That's Simon Miller. And of course, this show is all about the granddaddy of them all. We've invited a member of the wrestling world to pick a WrestleMania match each and every week for us to review and rank before we get to Philadelphia in April. If you love what we do, please support us with a kind of funny membership on Patreon or YouTube to get each and every episode of WrestleMania ranked ad-free. Watch us record it live. And of course, get my daily vlog series, Greg Way. Uh, you can get the kind of funny screencast for free with ads and without all the exclusive content on YouTube and podcast services around... The Globe. Thank you to our Patreon producers, Carl Jacobs, Streakin' ADZ, and Delaney Twining. Simon Miller, professional wrestler, and of course, the keeper of ups and downs over on What Culture Wrestling. Thank you so much for making the time to join us. Oh, no, man. I'm so pumped to be here, and I really do appreciate you having me on, especially because I now see that somebody is wearing a warm and fuzzy in a dumb, dumb t-shirt. <laughs> Let's go, baby. Simon, I'm so excited that you're on this show. You legitimately, like, your voice is in my ears, like, almost every night. Like, I am such a fan Thanks, of ups man. and downs. I stand by this. I've said this many times on our content. I think it is the single best format for an internet show I have ever seen. I think it is so damn good. You are so damn good at performing it at all of it, man. I am so impressed. Very, very blessed to have you here. I love it, man. Well, I'm super humbled now. Maybe I should just go like George. <laughs> leave, leave on a high, and then I won't. I won't ruin your opinion of me. That's very kind, man. You've genuinely made my day. So thank you very much, Simon. If people don't know, what is ups and downs? Yes, yeah, good point. So ups and downs is essentially a wrestling review show, but as opposed to me, just you know, I don't know talking to you about what's gone through. I have the finger of power, which is this on the right hand. And if something's good, I give it up. And if something's bad, I give it down. And over the years, it just really became a positive, big loving for wrestling to the point you rarely get downs and the internet gets really mad at me. But that just fuels me on to continue. So yeah, it's a daft over the top wrestling show, which is designed to remind you that wrestling is meant to be fun. That's how I see it anyway. That's a great way to put it. Yeah. Mike, that's right up your alley. Oh man, he brings the fun every episode. And you know what? I got on Simon Miller and what culture last year, right before the big WrestleMania, when we went down to LA and we got to see Simon Miller in a sea of people. And I screamed, Oh my God. It's Simon Miller. And Greg came over, had an awesome bit with him. That was so special. And that Something was really, I'll never forget. really a point when you realize how much crossover there is between kind, kind of funny and what culture for the amount of people who hit me up afterwards. Like I saw you on ups and downs. That was amazing. That was a great episode. You know, not even just because of me, but oh, yeah, because yeah. of you, Simon. And of course the community you've cultivated, right? The fact that you're out there with hundreds of people surrounding you in his circle. while you recording your show awesome i know i know it's mad there was one time i shouldn't tell these stories but it just blows my brain i like to say thank you when uh wwe was in the uk for the money in the bank and the smackdown stuff i was a little bit late to to get out there because i was we were recording some stuff people are like 
Come on, Simon. We've been waiting for you tapping their watches. And my brain just melted. And I'm just still not over it. So if you were one of those people, thank you very much. That was really cool. Are you coming stateside for Philadelphia this year? Oh, absolutely. I, I have loads planned for that weekend. And I'm super duper excited about it. Are you so going to wrestle? Be doing a little bit of coverage. Yeah, we've got some wrestling going on yeah, yeah. that I can only talk about in very, very... Of course, yeah. Well, that's it. That's all I can say. <laughs> but yeah, it's going to be excellent. I think it's going to be uh, probably in terms of the WrestleManias I've done. Yeah, one of my funnest. So I'm looking forward to that for sure. How has your in-ring journey been going? Because I think really that was the thing. You know, you and I during COVID did a thing where we played one of the WWE games against each other. I lied to you to screw yeah. you over eventually beat you it was very <laughs> very greg very <laughs> greg, greg way to do it but i remember then obviously that's where we kicked off our friendship and then watching you and then suddenly you going from talking about wrestling to actually doing the damn thing was pretty cool yeah no it's one of those things where it was it was like a twofold thing i'd always wanted to do it but for whatever reason just never got around to doing it and i, I kind of gone to wrestling training a couple of times but never seen it through so when i started doing a review show I was a little bit like Simon. I don't think it's that cool that you're saying, ah, that was rubbish when you haven't <laughs> even got in a ring. So I was like, I think, we got, I think we've got to see this all the way through. So, uh, you know, I promised myself this time we'll see it through and we'll have one match. And it's, it was, it's, everyone says it, right? It's like drugs. You do one match, then you want to do another match, another match, another match. And I mean, it's gone to the point now that as of December 2023, yeah, we're in 2024 now, I had a death match. I, I was just like, this is really, this is really escalated to a ridiculous point. Awesome. But yeah, I, I got thrown, I got thrown into thumbtacks and I did, the, I did the whole lot. And um, it was one of the, that was also an exceptionally cool experience. So yeah, no, it's, uh, I really do like the fact, well, the way I describe it now is professional wrestling has like thrown up over me. It couldn't have thrown up on me anymore, but I kind of feel very blessed to be in the situation. So yeah, it's going along well and getting to do some matches over WrestleMania weekend will certainly be uh it'd be one of those cool sort of like all right whatever happens now we've got that and we can hold on to it forever yeah. hell yeah incredible dude i hope i make it to philadelphia to see it uh today of course we're brought to you by final fantasy 7 rebirth and wwe 2k24 but let's start with a video to explain how we got here Give me just a sec. Sorry. No, it's okay. I caught Barrett off guard. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let's bring it over here, and then let's go ABL here. Wrestling. Uh, God. I just love hearing that, even when I say it myself. And Greg Miller, if that is indeed his real name, I blocked him on all the social media channels. Somehow he still got through, but he's got this hit show. It's a wonderful show. It's on all of the, the new hot, it's like on Vine, Friendster, MySpace, all the hot new social media apps. I watch it all the time. They review things. They want to review WrestleMania matches, so who better to talk to than JBL? Because all of my matches at WrestleMania were instant classics. But believe it or not, WrestleMania, the grandest spectacle of them all. There's been great things that I wasn't even involved in throughout the history of WrestleMania. But when you're talking about my matches, which is what I want to talk about because I'm me, I'm JBL, we have to go to Dave Fit Finley. I watched him wrestle every single night in Europe against Tony St. Clair, Franz Schumann. The man is a walking legend. There may be people as good. I've never seen anybody better. It was one of the biggest honors of my life to get into the ring with one of the guys that I look up to so much, the legend Dave Fit Finley. And if you want to talk about iconic moments, there's been some in WrestleMania. Hogan slams the giant. Macho Man reunites with Miss Elizabeth. The streak ends. Sean repels from the ceiling for the 60-minute Iron Man match with Bret Hart. But the greatest of them all is simple. It's JBL hitting Hornswoggle with a trash can. 
So I just want to say to the world out there, you're welcome, world. That is the match for Greg Miller, if that is indeed your real name. That is the match for you to review. Let's go back to WrestleMania 24 live from Orlando, Florida on March 30th, 2008 in front of 74,635 fans. Tim, where were you for this match? Um, this was during the time that I was not watching uh, mm. wrestling. This is uh, the little after the era of me and my brother first watching the, the rise, the WrestleMania 20, which was then followed up with, you know, Eddie Guerrero, the hero being taken down eventually by this despicable villain. John Bradshaw Layfield, JBL coming out with the Western theme with the limo, the bullhorns on the, the front of it, like. I don't think to this day I've ever hated anybody as much as I hated that man. I was, and you work with Nick Scarpino. That is true. But I, I was so in. I believed, Mike. I believed in this, and I believed that Eddie was being wronged, and it was because of JBL. And um, seeing him kind of like go, and of course now I can look back and appreciate what was going on. Um, but uh, this this was a match that I've actually never seen until now. Um, I'm familiar with Fit Finley, but this was uh, the first time I saw this. And, yeah, something's never changed. JBL's one of them. In true, true, true fashion there. Mike, were you watching this? You were, you was, mom had already taken away the cable. Oh, yeah. Point, I was right? so far away from wrestling at this. <laughs> and it's fun when I jump back into it and I scroll through all of the pay-per-view to see names that I knew and then names I had no idea who they were. So this is definitely at the peak of like, I have no idea what wrestling is anymore. Nice. Simon, what about you? Were you watching uh, WrestleMania here to see Fit Finley in the Belfast Brawl? <laughs> Not only was I watching wrestling, I was in the crowd. WrestleMania 24 was the first WrestleMania I ever went to. So this is actually one of my favorite. The whole show is one of my favorite wrestling memories ever. And all I was told, uh, it, was, it was in the Orange Bowl. Is that right? Is that what right. it's called in Florida? The okay. Orange Bowl? And all everybody told me was, Miller, the Orange Bowl's a dump, man. <laughs> you don't <laughs> want to go into the Orange Bowl. And so I turned up going, oh my gosh, what's wrong with it? And it was just like a bit of an old stadium. Was, but, yeah, uh, exactly. It was yeah, in all that. Uh, the Florida Citrus Bowl is what it's called. Citrus Bowl, that's yeah, what it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But no, I, I, I was knee deep in it at this point. Yeah, I mean, this was, um, this was sort of just when was it? Two thousand and eight. Two thousand eight. WrestleMania twenty four. Yeah. So this was sort of uh, well into my I'm making video game content sort of kind of days, and then very very soon, a few years later, we were going to jump across to wrestling. So I was just getting prepared, man. Yeah, <laughs> I was just getting ready and prepared. Simon Miller, believe it or not, we were both there. I was Whoa, there for as well. This is a, yeah, this is one of the. I mean, this is the heart of me running SmackDown versus Raw for IGN, which meant Mania was a. Yeah, I was at Mania every year for THQ stuff for the games for Superstar Challenge. Uh, this one has the you know the. I guess, honor, if you will, of this is the one where me and Bozon filmed the Crush Hour two-piece where we brought our backyard wrestling personas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we interviewed the wrestlers. We tried to sell them on it. We, I called Randy Orton a piece of man meat. I, I described us as man meat, and Orton had a field day with that. It was also my first ever appearance on WWE.com because they had a camera following Punk. And so they got a photo of me, Bozon, interviewing oh, Punk and him popping for whatever we were telling him to do or whatever. So it's like, a, it's a weird one to go back to, especially because I remember nothing. Like, you know what I mean? Like, this is like, again, it's so different to go. Now, this is not my blackout period, clearly, because I'm going to stuff, but I'm not watching week to week. I, I'm still off, but I'm reviewing the games because I love the games and getting the crash course on where I've, what's going on. So it's that weird thing of coming into a mania and being like, 
oh, Jericho's in this Money in the Bank thing versus, oh, that's cool. But it's like, it's me pulling the touchstones and the ECW bits and, you know, the old Attitude Era. But it's obviously a new life of what's going on there. Uh, we, of course, review this in several sections, ladies and gentlemen, in a segment we call a Tale of the Tape. Uh, we rate out of five on the Kind of Funny scale, one being terrible, five being amazing. Uh, you can go in between. I guess, Simon, if you don't know, two is bad, three is okay, four is great. Uh, we break it up and usually go hype package, entrances, match, finish overall. This is a weird one where they're like, let's start WrestleMania and right into JBL's entrance, but then the hype package partially and here's fit but here's more hype package and it is a jumbled fucking mess and it only is, but i kind of enjoyed it only jbl would troll us and be like i jbl's <laughs> been in so many amazing matches and i'm not taking away i know he's proud for finley or whatever but he picks one that's like this weird horns it's like all right whatever you liked it the way thing. i like it for for what it is like is can you compare this to any of the entrances and high packages we've seen in the last couple of weeks absolutely not but for this to kick off WrestleMania, I think it really sets the tone. Now, here's the thing. One thing I hate more than anything is when WrestleManias are outside and it's daytime. It doesn't look good. We don't. Mm. I need the darkness. I want to be able to see the lights. I want to see stuff. But if it's going to be this bright, do something fun like this. Get the crowd going with a bunch of trash cans and just like nonsense going on. And I feel like because of that, just getting right into it and like jumping with not knowing the backstory of this, not knowing what the setup is for this story, seeing them walk out here in John Bradshaw Layfield's theme song that to this day I hear and it makes me upset. Mike, I will never forget like for what I he like did. It. Oh, it's Guerrero. great. But I yeah, think it's, but it's good. It's, it's yeah, such yeah. a great heel. No, Everything he does is great as a heel. Yeah, totally, totally. It's like perfect heel. Um, all that, when the music hits and we start getting the recap of what's been going on and I'm hearing this story and I'm like, we're getting a classic. Who's the daddy storyline. You know what I mean? Like, like, why is this a question? Why is this the story we're going with? And these men need to fight over it. I feel like this is everything you kind of needed to set the stage again, not my favorite thing ever, but I do think for a, a WrestleMania opener in a an arena outside in the daytime, this is kind of the best type of match to get things going. Interesting. Simon, do you agree? I do to a certain degree. I mean, the, I think the way where the hype package really comes alive is some of the JR sort of over the top comments that you get. Because at one point you see JBL hitting Hornswoggle with a belt, and good old Jim Ross decides to say that's worse than corporal punishment. I, mean, I don't think it is. I don't think it is Jim Ross. And <laughs> listen, I understand what they were trying to go with here. They wanted to have a certain amount of gravitas, but when you have that sad piano music. <laughs> in the background where you just see people yelling well who is the father i'm like i don't understand what's i don't understand what's going on anymore but look it if you'd never watched wrestlemania so if you hadn't been building up to this wrestlemania and you had no idea what was going on did it do a good job in explaining everything i would say yes that it did mike you're it not. did I, I definitely was taken for a ride uh the entrances mixed with the hype package was a fun moment it was definitely a head scratch of like what is going on what did JBL just put me up to? But the moment that we stepped into the ring and it was on, I said, oh, man, I'm going to have a really fun time. And so that's I, at the end of this, I'm going to say I had a really fun time because I did. And that's all that matters here. And what's interesting is you look at this yeah. and you're like hype packages, right? Like we've been like rating the hype packages. Not every match gets a hype package. Some matches just get like a slight reminder or a little tee up or sometimes it is during the entrances <laughs> like we get those. High packages are, are mainly for like main events, right? Or like, hey, there's like a legacy, there's story here. 
And I feel like the opener of WrestleMania, you almost don't want to lean too hard into the backstory and stuff. Like, let's get into the action. So I feel like they did a good job for, again, what this is, an opener for a, a big show. And I feel like if they went on too long, it would have been a little weird. And again, I'm not saying I'm going to rank it that high. I'm not saying that I think it's the best thing ever or even close to that. Um, but I, I enjoyed what I saw and I love how batshit insane it was. Um, and I didn't understand the story going into it coming out. I'm not, I'm still not that clear, but it was a lot of fun, but it feels like it wasn't the plan, but you never know what WWE, right? Like you, like, I don't understand how all these characters are connected. Um, but fun. You're crazy. You're all crazy. I gave the hype package and the entrances one out of five. Terrible. There's terror. <laughs> Cause even the hype package is like. It's like, it's the weirdest thing because you have this all boiling into it, right? And it's almost like this is the aftershock of the real thing where they're like, oh, well, Hornswoggle's Vince Illman, illegitimate son. No, he's not. It's Finley. Okay. And then, well, JBL hit him, but then he, Vince makes him. And then now you fight. Finley doesn't even talk in the package. Finley's not because he can't. That's not even what he does really, right? So he's not even like, it's like, you're like, I, I guess this is happening because of it, but it seems like so low stakes because it is. And to your point, it's, it's batshit crazy. It's not even that crazy. It's just like, I would have loved to have seen Finley be more upset. And, and like, the sad piano's great. <laughs> Hornswoggle's getting rocked and thrown into the cage and all this stuff by JBL. You're like, all right, fine. But it's like, the entrances, I think it's a weird jump just into it. I like JBL's entrance normally, right? But again, I hate these arena crowds. Like, it sounds so dead. Like, it's just is not happening, right? The car's a good bit, but then this awkward jump into it, which again, they try a few times, right? Like, they come back from the the, for the first little bit of the hype package and entrance, and uh, <laughs> JR goes, there's no doubt that JBL is a remorseless human being. <laughs> like, what a great <laughs> summation of a person, right? But it's even in the clips, like, they have the crowd noise and the crowd in a regular arena isn't into this storyline at all. It's like something that's just happening, right? And K King and JR are trying so hard when they cut back to do some heavy lifting to do this. But the biggest pop of all the entrances is Hornswoggle himself coming out. Which is <laughs> awesome, though. I, again, I, out of all, I'd give it a two out of five. Okay. You know, like even having said everything I did, um, I don't think WrestleMania openers are like the, the right spot for things to be, be getting to fives. And that's OK. You need to, to be able to build the pacing up to like have the bigger moments like hit harder. Um, but just seeing that package, seeing Hornswoggle get thrown around like you feel for him, man. And like, like if it evokes emotion out of me, they did something, you know, and that piano mixed with him just getting tossed. There's. There's something to be said about how wrong it felt to watch this match. You know what I mean? I don't know. Throughout the entire thing, there's a lot of elements. I'm like, I don't know how comfortable I am with all of this. And that's the thing. It's a product of its time. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Oh, but, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Simon, are we missing something on high packages and entrances? And I want to know your score as well. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I, I, I took a lot from it because there was a lot of funny stuff. Because that's just the way I watch wrestling these days. Sure. No, I did. I did actually give the hype package a one out of five, only because a good hype package doesn't get in the way of entrances. And it also there was a second sort of mini hype package when JBL has two videos interrupt him. So I was like, this is just this is just confused. I actually probably would have leaned towards a one out of five for the entrances. However, when Hornswoggle does come out, Jim Ross has another classic line where he tells this. I got it written down. The last time we saw Hornswoggle, he was being assaulted in his hospital bed by JBL. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's got to count for something. That, it went up to a two out of five for the entrances because if I'm laughing during an entrance, and also I will say this, and I'm saying this, look, we all understand the WWE 
from probably its inception. Loves to lean on this stuff. Uh, Finley's and Hornswoggle's entrance is pretty Irish to begin with. <laughs> they double the. It's so Irish. Yeah. I'm like, I love how WWE operates, especially like, again. I think maybe they're a little bit of, more evolved now, but especially then it's just like, well, the gimmick is they're Irish. Anything else? Nope. So it's just he's like, got a shillelagh. <laughs> of course, and no one else ever uses shillelagh until Sheamus arrives a yeah. few years. Yeah. It's so dumb. So I did. I bumped the entrance up to two out of five because yeah. before the bell even rang, I was laughing. So I thought I gotta give it a two. I gotta give it. That's two. a good point. I was laughing before the bell rang as well i do have a question though because this is like a, a, a blind spot for me fit finley is this his normal theme song because i, I yeah, right? yeah it's like is this like his the song he's known for because i remember liking his song a lot when i heard it and i heard this i'm like i don't like this at all well he also does the i like to fight thing right? yeah or whatever yeah mm-hmm. Did he, that didn't happen right no but i mean there's been it's that thing where it's like there was fit finley then there was finley and like he's had a few different things i'm not Again, I was never a big Finley guy, so I can't. All I remember is like before his song, you know, every once in a while there's like the glass breaks for yes. Stone Cold. Like, like, it's a new day. Yes, it is. Like, Low Skill Plays Live says he started using Hornswoggle's theme this time around. Okay, yeah. I didn't like that. I didn't like that because I really like the. Like, but the Irish, you got to lean into the Irish. I, yeah, I get that. But like, the, he it would come out and be like, my name's Finley, and I, I like, like to, to fight. fight. Yeah. And his fucking theme would yes. kick in. It's like, let's go. So I missed that in this. Got it. I was that's like, that's ah, kind that's of fair. a bummer. This episode of WrestleMania Ranked is brought to you by WWE 2K24. Step into the ring and finish your story with new match types like ambulance and casket matches, a roster of more than 200 superstars and legends, new career mode experiences, and so much more. The latest installment of the franchise features several advancements, including 2K Showcase of the Immortals. 40 years in the making, WWE 2K24's Showcase Mode puts players in control, playing through the most iconic moments in WrestleMania history. As 2K's distinctive slingshot tech seamlessly morphs from gameplay to live action footage and back again for the most immersive WrestleMania video game experience to date. Finish your story with standard edition cover superstar, the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes, or deluxe edition cover superstars Rhea Ripley and Bianca Belair. When WWE 2K24 launches on March 5th with early access and March 8th worldwide. Pre-order WWE 2K24 and receive one month of Peacock, US only, and WWE 2K23 digital only to play while you wait. We are brought to you by Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. Final Fantasy VII Rebirth is a standalone game that welcomes fans and newcomers alike. You don't need to have played Final Fantasy VII Remake or any other Final Fantasy titles to play and enjoy Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. The combat is not traditional turn-based and has more action-focused gameplay, with even deeper improvements since Remake with new synergy attacks and team-based combos. And there are large open sections to explore with Cloud and his comrades venturing across the planet, their fates unwritten, making every step in the expansive world outside Midgar fresh and mysterious. And of course, there are dozens of mini games. There's a story recap video of Final Fantasy VII Remake for those interested in learning more about the story so far, and those looking to experience Final Fantasy VII Remake fully can pre-order the Final Fantasy VII Remake and Rebirth Twin Pack, which includes the game plus the DLC episode Intermission at no extra cost. You can download and play a demo of Final Fantasy VII Rebirth right now on the PlayStation Store, and you can pre-order the game in the link in the description. The wait is almost over. Final Fantasy VII Rebirth is out February 29th. Get hyped. Uh, Mikey.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. What were your scores here? Uh, I'm going to stick with two out of fives for both of them. I do want to give props to JBL who came out and he just had this look on his face. It was like this look. He was looking out into the crowd, but it also felt like he did something wrong. Like he knew he beat up Hornswoggle and he shouldn't have done that. And it just, it felt good. Uh, I will remind you, there's no doubt that JBL is a remorseless human being. He definitely did not feel bad. It looked so good, but yeah, it was fun to watch. uh, But yeah, it made me giggle. It made me ask, why are we here? What are we watching? Yeah. And that's what it's all about. Okay. But it included the line, I have it on good advice that Hornswoggle is not your legitimate son. <laughs> I love wrestling so much, man. Yeah. So, yeah, so yeah, This is how it could be, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so high packages, your roundup is, I gave it a one. Uh, Simon gave it a one. Mike and Tim gave it a two. And then entrances, I gave it a one. And everyone else gave it a two. But let's move on to the match itself. And I want to start with you, Simon Miller. Walk me through this match. Talk to me about how you felt watching this match. Well, the first note I made was, I think they forgot what wrestling is. <laughs> this man. The, even the first shot, they just wail on each other. And they're on the outside in about, I don't know, eight seconds. Yeah. And JBL gets thrown into the steel steps. He just... I mean, People get thrown into the steps a lot, right? But he hits it so hard, they come apart instantly. And the thing that really made me crack up, and I love it when wrestlers do this, Finley is so happy. He's so proud of himself. He gets all the garbage and all the trash cans from under the ring. He's throwing it into there. And he gets in and JPL just absolutely creams him with it. It's like, Finley, this is a terrible plan. You just gave your enemy extra ammunition. But I think what they, surely what they must have said was, I mean, it's not a massively long match, right? What, eight minutes? maybe eight and a yeah, half something, something like that, like that. Yeah, yeah. so i think they just decided all right we're opening wrestlemania the story's a little bit weird we understand that we're not going to peak like some of these other matches are going to peak so we'll just use as many weapons as we can and we'll just like i say hit each other so hard the bit towards the end when Hornswoggle's on the outside, I swear it's not even planned. JBL gets that trash can and just launches it at him. I don't think Hornswoggle was ready for that at all. Yeah, you see now, him drop and try to like matrix dodge it. <laughs> yeah, seriously. So I don't know what this says about me. Maybe it's because it's like 10 years, 15 years ago and I know everyone's okay. I laughed at every one of them, right? Now, again, maybe with what we know about CTE in today's society, we shouldn't be... Sp- There's a bit where I've got it written down here. That's right. It's when Finley's got the, the cookie sheet, whatever they call it, and he smashes it over JBL's head, and then he just uses it, and he punches the cookie yep, sheet. Yep, I have that in my nose, too. As well. And I was just like, right, so what we've done is we thought, well, I've hit him a lot. What else can I do? Well, I suppose I can hit the cookie sheet onto him. So that's kind of how <laughs> I felt the, the, the match was structured. And once again, I tell you who the MVP of this whole thing is. It's Jim Ross. 
Because after one shot, Jim Ross says, maybe that was his last supper. <laughs> I reround the match and I was like, what? That doesn't tie into anything else that he said. <laughs> so I don't know. And then there's a kendo stick at the end because wrestling always has to have a kendo stick. It's a really crazy match. I don't think they do one move other than the clothesline from hell that is the finish. I think everything else is just smash, smash, smash. But in terms of opening a WrestleMania, I suppose look, the fans loved it. You do lose a lot of the sound because of the open arena. But every single you know, hit, especially when they reveal a table. My word. The place, the place came unglued for the table. People it's, love tables. It's, it's crazy. It is crazy. For me, I had two lines I jotted down from the commentary team. One is just the opening where when they're, this is all uh, the opening from Jim Ross, where they're, not of the match, but during it, he just goes, as a father myself. <laughs> when he's like, and, I'm, and I literally, as a father myself, dot, 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 and I put, shut the fuck up, JR. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that, it's great, but like, tr them trying to ground this and like, what do we say? And then I like the one from the King where uh, wh uh, the steel steps are being used and JBL smashes uh, Finley's head on it. It goes, I can tell you what's going through Finley's mind. Those steel steps. Like, that's pretty <laughs> that's good. King. That's, that's pretty good. good. But yeah, I think, you know, even in JBL's message, setting this match up for us to review it, right? He talks about Finley and how tough he is in the fight. And I think if you were to talk and know the reputation of JBL himself and Finley, but J JBL as the uh, superstar, he was always known, right? For, Given as good as he gets. And like my first one here is my first to your point, Simon. My first bullet point is JBL just fucking kicking and hitting. Like he's just beating the shit out of Finley. And Finley's giving it right back because that's who these guys are and the school of wrestling they came from. Where yeah, it's not gonna be about moves, it's gonna be about brutality and smashing each other and doing all these things. And I like for me, the MVP of the match are all the horn swaggle cutaways. Oh, because yeah. he is playing so like so terrified for his dad. You know what I mean? It's just outrageous that this is happening. But yeah, overall the match, like it's just insanity. I think, you know, we pop for the table. I think the table's a waste. Just whipping somebody in the table. Always lame. You know what yeah. I mean? I, I had the thing of punching the baking sheet. That's a fun choice. Sure. Throwing the can. Sure. But in general, like you're I, just going through it. It's like, eh, I don't. Okay. Whatever. I do have the trash can lid to the diving Finley yes. is a nice spot. Oh, that was the moment. Right oh, there. Yeah. That was oh, the yeah. spot. Yeah, Dude, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was, uh, let me take you to super smash brothers real fast. Sure. That, that was Luigi using his right B where he just kind of like launches yeah. himself. Yeah. yeah. But JBL had a trash can and he was charging his forward smash and just smashes the motherfucker in the face right when he gets out. That was the spot of the match for yeah, me. Like, for sure. that, yeah, 100%. That yeah. was actually like, whoa, that was crazy and cool. Yeah. Um, what else did I have here? Oh, Finley has a nice fireman's carry into a flip slam. I don't know what he calls that move, but I was like, damn, that was really nice. That, that, looked, that looked good as well. But overall, it's just anarchy, Mike. Yeah, that's why I like it so much. That's why I'm very high on this match because it's just fun it is outrageous to think of where we are to open up a wrestlemania with that's right it made me smile it made me go okay we're in for one heck of a good time and the moment where finley runs down he knees him off the side of the mat and then just starts chucking things at jbl who's trying to block it out my favorite was my buddy kevin who was watching with me goes you know mike this was in an era when like cte and concussions were high on our minds so like you might not see him get hit in the head that often and then bang he just takes one right to the face afterwards and i'm dying of laughter having a good time and yeah the big spots for me was of course throwing the trash can at poor hornswoggle i thought was hysterical and jumping out of the ring and taking a trash can lid to the face 
That, that's a four out of five match for oh me. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my I loved it. I had so much. God damn, son! All right, <laughs> that was a great awesome. match. That was a great match. Oh my goodness, Tim! <laughs> oh, that, that's a, it's a one out of five for me. Um, I could I could find a way to argue with two, and I and 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 that is based on something Simon said earlier. Th this is not a wrestling match. Like yeah. for what this is, I think that they they and I and I like to grade things on what their their goal is and what they're trying to be, and then the question of is that goal something i'm actually interested in to begin with and with wwe sometimes those things don't perfectly line up but i feel here it's so interesting where yeah we get a grand total of like three moves period was it the first pin to finish it all is this no, the we first had, we had a kick out we had oh did we did sure. we yeah, yeah. okay because I, I don't remember seeing i a think kick when out. finley did his the flip i was talking about i think he tried to go for a gotcha okay yeah, yeah, I, I, I was thing. yeah he kicks out yeah. A, a surprise even for a short match a surprising lack of uh, attempts at Gia him. must have been thrilled and it, yo Gia was thrilled she really was Simon she, Gia, we drag uh Tim's fiance Gia at all this wrestling and she hates two counts she, it's her <laughs> least favorite thing in the world is the two count and so I, I got this shirt and then I saw you put out the one two ooh shirt she's obsessed with it she loves that idea so much but uh yeah I I was just shocked that it, it like the the lack of pins and it's just kind of like over out of nowhere but the the sheer just drive to put as much shit in this ring as possible and for things to just be just hit in any way like it just felt like nonsense it felt like a blender of chaos and there's a there's a fun to it i don't think it overstayed its welcome the crowd was into yeah. it the, the moment that there was all the shit in there and then they got the table i do feel like the table spot itself wasn't that great but there's nothing like the crowd getting excited when the table comes out and i feel like this match earned the hey we have all this stuff but a table's still the most exciting. And I love, I love that that, that storytelling kind of paid off there. Uh, but the one note that I have is they really beat ass in this match. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, they yeah. were just going at it. And like, I was legitimately uncomfortable watching it. Like there was a lot about this stuff, both storyline wise, some of the character stuff and just like the way they were fighting. I'm like, this isn't my favorite type of wrestling for me personally. Um, so yeah, I, I'm going to settle on it too, because I do think that uh, this was, fairly unique and it didn't overstay its welcome for what its goal was i'm sticking with you i, I my note is it too as well and obviously as you explore the scale like a, a bad match i don't think is like oh you know what i mean like i wasn't like kill me or something while i'm watching it it was just like all right yeah you're just smashing each other and hitting each other really hard which is fine and again wrestlemania is a million different things mm -hmm. and you know money in the bank follows this up right and that's a great money in the bank and like and that's just exciting period let alone whatever so like you know, especially on a WrestleMania card, people have roles to play. And so this match had its role, which yep. was get a bunch of shit in the ring and hit each other and get the make crowd it physical up. and make it brutal. Yeah. And get the crowd to get up for spots and stuff like that. Uh, yeah. So it's two on my scale. But Simon, what did you say is the other Miller on the show? Absolutely. No, I'm with you, my fellow Miller. I gave it a two as well, because I think you guys have already you've hit the nail on the head. Like it's, if it had gone like 15 minutes, I think it would yeah. drastically reduce because they, the the real genius of it is that they hit their finish or hit their mark at the perfect time. You're like, yes, that's exactly what I want. The fans react to every single to every single weapon spot. It's kind of, I guess, a little bit of a downer because you know you have this story with this horrible man who is trying to ruin this family, and then he wins. You're like, oh, oh well, <laughs> never mind. Justice doesn't pay. But I i can't exactly remember what i thought when i was there live but certainly watching it back i was i must have enjoyed it at the time 
because I enjoy it here, you know, 15 years later or whatever it is. So yeah, I went with I went with a two out of five Fair. just because, again, you've got great things. You've got great things on a scale. And I think a one needs to be reserved for, you know, utter what the what the, the thing is, they knew what they wanted to do and they executed it well. And I think you have to give a little something towards that. But I also try to understand if this isn't somebody's cup of tea. For sure. It's not like it's not really like even wrestling violence at times. Some of the weapon shots are like, oh, that's just hitting somebody with a weapon. Because why wouldn't you do that? They both agreed. We got the thumbs. But I'm sticking with a two, and I feel pretty good about it. Outside of the brutality of the actual physicality of them hitting each other, because that's what JBL and that's Mm -hmm. what Finley do. God bless them. It was part of that thing where I'm watching it, and there was so much where it's like, it felt, and I don't mean this to be as insulting as it'll probably sound, it felt like when I would backyard wrestle. Because we all had the cookie sheets and the trash cans, and you're just, I, I have all this shit. What am I going to do with it? And when Finley punches the thing, I'm like, I can see me doing that to Jason. I can see me doing that to Mike. Like, that's what we're doing. Yeah, it, it is funny that, like, there's a level of violence that we want, and we're, like, hoping for, and we want people to get busted open, but it's in a very specific way, and it's like, when it goes a little too far, it just feels wrong. And, like, there were, there were moments in this match that, to me, kind of, had that this feels wrong this feels dangerous and this just doesn't it 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 didn't feel like wrestling which again in some ways that's a compliment to this match in i think more ways it's like yeah the the cookie sheet getting punched i'm like that didn't give me the feeling of like oh man that was a cool creative thing that's gonna hurt this guy that was like uh that was really wasn't worth the fact that it probably could have really hurt this Mm, guy mm. and there i haven't jotted down too i felt so bad when finley couldn't pick up the trash can lid there's one part where it takes like four oh, yeah, attempts to get it because the wind and everything else happened. Ooh, sorry, family. That had happened. Man, yeah. before we go, we just have to give one more highlight because I got to do it. When that guy jumped out of the ring, I'm talking, he's seven feet high. He's jumping out of it. And JBL's just ready Thwack. to tee off on that man's head. I mean, kudos to him. I mean, full just right onto the concrete, right after taking it into the head. That's some amazing stuff. That's some amazing stuff. Fair enough. Uh, the finish itself. Uh, this is another one for me that I gave a two out of five to. Uh, there's part I like. I think everything after the bell part of it, but Finley having the steps, Kindo stick to the leg, get up, clothesline from hell always looks cool. And always again, cool. is a brutal maneuver. But then it's and then it's just okay. And then, but then I like the horn swaggle cuts. I like the line uh, when JBL or uh, JR calls him the elitist and evil JBL. <laughs> but then Hornswoggle <laughs> constantly being sad, and then the cutback of Hornswoggle holding his dad and pointing at JBL, and JR goes, "I feel so bad for that family right there." <laughs> I'm like, ah, all right. Again, I can enjoy a two out of five, but I was like, for me, the finish not that great, Tim. Yeah. I mean, I'm right there. Two out of five. Uh, everything you just said, completely agree with. It was fine. I'm actually, I'm happy it ended here. You know what I mean? Like, oh, sure. so, so it's like, that is the, the, the little like points there because it, it ended at the right time. And I don't think that there was some ending that I'm like, oh man, I wish they did this or I wish they did that. This was kind of like, yeah, this makes sense. Let's move on. Uh, but shout out to the, tro- oh, not choke slam, the um, close line from hell. From hell. It's, uh, I, I really love when specifically heel characters have a finisher that, is kind of lame where it's just a move, but like it has a, its own title. So it's a little stronger for some reason, you know? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And um, I feel like JBL in his heel run really kind of made that his own thing where he actually gave it a level of fear. Like when he goes for it, it's like the people get hit and they flip and like yeah, it yeah, is yeah. like, oh, it's a spectacle to see a clothesline, which I feel like is definitely kudos to him. The physicality that he has that when he hit it in this match, I was like, oh man, I haven't seen that in a long time. And uh, that that that's a special move, and it's just a freaking close line. Simon, where are you ranking this finish? 
again, you guys, you're taking the words out of my mouth. Like, it's it's kind of funny because the way the match is structured, it's a little bit anticlimactic because you think there's going to be a big, they're going to come up with some kind of big weapon or I don't know what it is. But instead, we kind of stop the big weapon spot and then we get the clothesline from hell. However, tying to what Tim said, it's 100% true. Because by this point, we've established the clothesline as hell. It's just this horrible, horrible move where you get your head taken off. I actually think it gets away with it quite well. And I may, I may be putting words in his mouth. So again, he'd have to come yell at me. He could come yell at another Miller for getting it wrong. I'm pretty sure that Bradshaw has described the clothesline as hell. Is I'm just going to hit you as hard as I can. <laughs> and you better take the bump at the right time. Otherwise, I'm just going to smash you right in the face. And I think that's one of the reasons why it does look so good. But yeah, I, I thought it was a bit strange where oh, I'm going to hit you with steps. Oh, you hit my leg. Oh, I've given you a clothesline and we're done. You're like, oh, oh, we're done. All oh, right. Okay. Sorry. I didn't get that memo. So I gave it a two out of five as well. But yeah, I think I'm really happy that we're all doing this. I think we really do have to put a lot of um, credit on that clothesline. For sure. It's just a clothesline. And it goes to show that you can actually, Paul Heyman said this, you can take any move, as long as you establish it over weeks and months, people start going, oh, I mean, it's like the Hurt Lock with Bobby Lashley. It's just a full Nelson. But now everyone's like, oh, <laughs> he's going to crush his bones. It's like, oh, his bones. <laughs> so I give it two out of five. But again, I do think that it, um, it benefited from everything that WWE and JBL have done before this, which I always enjoy. I like people that stay the course and get things over in a specific way. Mikey, what an insane ending! <laughs> what an in- just the, so much, the whole match. You know, JBL comes on last week. I go, oh man, what is this guy gonna sell me? Because he's got he's got the golden tongue. He'll tell you anything, and you'll get excited about it. And I was like, okay, yeah, yeah. And then I watched it. I go, man, this was absolutely insane. That I watched this match, and like, I'm never gonna forget it now. And that's a big positive from JBL. So shout yeah. out. I mean, my favorite part was him walking out, and again, he just has this look in his eyes, like. He did something wrong. Like, I know he's, he's evil, but he's walking The elitist out. in evil. Just, he looks like, oh, man, I did something wrong today. You know what I mean? That's how it felt. That's how it looked. And, uh, yeah, I mean, the ending was nothing special, but the clothesline was badass for sure. That was super heavy duty. So, yeah, for me, it's a two out of five. Nothing special at the end of it all. But my brother brought up something uh, interesting about this, too. Uh, will you spoil with, one man gang gang? I won't. I won't. But with, with JBL and, and the match in, in general. But, like. The spot that we got the absolute most with JBL uh, in any of these more like the, the level up matches, like the street fights or the more like hardcore, we're getting the weapons out now, no DQ type stuff. Because he has the limo with the horns, that thing got involved in like every match. Mm. Like someone's going through the limo top, someone's going against the horns. And I'm shocked that in a Belfast brawl, we didn't get any limo action at all. And I get it. It's the opening match of Mania. They're trying to move on. So they don't have the time to build to all that. But it is a little bit like, what are we doing here? We got it all right. There. Well, there's another one too, right? Where the stadium just doesn't work for the car. Yeah. Where I feel like the car is like, all, you know, he's, he gets off all the way there and walks. You're never going to walk all the way back to the car, yeah. right? Yeah. That's like when, it, when you're playing SmackDown versus Raw or whatever back in the day. It's like, all right, follow me. <laughs> you have to tell your friend to go because you're never naturally going to get him all the way up the ramp to do the damn thing. <laughs> but that's wrestling. Yep. Simon. It's time for your overall rating of JBL versus Finley at WrestleMania 24. I think I think the two is the is 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 the right score to go with. I think that the number two has come up a lot 
you know, and there's a reason for that. I think I do think it's a good opener for what this WrestleMania is going to be. I do think it sets the scene. I'm always a big fan in terms of wrestling in the sense that everybody goes to the back. You decide what you're going to do. And as long as you achieve that, you've done your job, right? doesn't have to be a five-star classic. doesn't have to be a hardcore match. It can be whatever the hell you want it to be. And clearly, JBL and Finley were like, let's just punch each other really hard. <laughs> Everyone's like, yes, that sounds great. Maybe they didn't tell Hornswoggle. <laughs> poor guy who gets absolutely murked but yeah i think a two out of five is fair and look i don't think i've seen well i must have done i must have rewatched wrestlemania 24 but it doesn't live in the memory so in terms of the actual things i have in my brain i sort of have a recollection of watching it back in 2008 and sitting back to watch it in 2024 when it was done i didn't feel like i wasted my time i laughed i smiled i got excited about talking about it i saw a man dive into a trash can lid which is the most wrestling thing ever <laughs> Uh, again, we got great things on the scale, so yeah, I'm giving it a two. Right, yeah. I'm right there with you. I think we've established why, right? Like, again, not a match. I'm I like, oh, what a waste of my time, but very much like, oh, okay, cool. I was there for it. I don't remember it, and in a couple of weeks, I probably won't remember it here either, Tim. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I, I go with two as well. Um, this is one that I've never seen before, um, and I probably will never see again. Um, there are a handful of WrestleMania 24 matches that I, I hope we do get to at some point. I would love to, to watch uh, the Shawn Michaels, Ric Flair match. I'd love for you to see that. Um, cause that thing is special, but, um, yeah, this, one of my favorite things we didn't talk about yet, uh, on the show is the match ends. And it's like, and now here is Kim Kardashian. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is just there. And then Mr. Kennedy her. pops. I'm like, oh my God. Yelling at her. And then she's just holding the mic, like all the way down here. And it's just like, what are we doing? But yeah, Kim Kardashian, man. <laughs> Why not? Why Two not? out of five. Uh, I'm, I'm high on this. So three out of five for me. This is one I will never forget. I will laugh at. I will tell my friends about this match of like, you wouldn't believe how insane this wrestling match was. Let me set the stage because it was just dumb fun. And I had a really good time with it. I mean, we've seen some great matches, right? So I can't go up there, but I will walk away going, you know what, JBL, you made me laugh for a night. And I appreciate that. Ladies and gentlemen, we have reviewed it which means it's almost time to rank it. But before we put it on our ever-growing list of WrestleMania matches, we have a segment we call One Man Gang Gang, the Cool Greg segment. Hello, Cool Greg. Welcome back to the set. Hey, what's up, everybody? Hey, Simon Miller, huge fans. Great to meet you. My friend Bobo says, what's up? Got to get that out of the way. But uh, Thanks, man. <laughs> I'm really close to giving this a three because I enjoyed it. Like, all the matches we reviewed so far so much better than I remember. Yeah. But the hype package didn't do it for me. And the ending, I was really disappointed with. Like, me and Tim were watching, like, no way they end. No way they end right here. And then by the time Kim Kardashian came back, I was a little disappointed. So I'm going to stay on the two. But great match. A lot of fun. Gang, gang. Thank you, Cool Greg. There we go. Uh, now it's time to rank the Mania matches. So far, of course, we have three entries on the list. Number one is Rock versus Hogan at WrestleMania X8. Uh, number two is Kofi versus Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania 35. Number three is Bailey versus Charlotte versus Sasha versus Nia at WrestleMania 33. Where do we want to put JBL versus Finley? Where do we put it? 24. <laughs> Obviously, dead last. Uh, yes, number four. We're Gotta be four. Number four horseman. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Makes sense. That makes sense. I, I will be utterly shocked if anything is lower than this going forward and that's why i love that jbl is jbl it's great he's had so many great matches and this is what he picked to give us totally, knowing man. it would be so <laughs> and again man I, I love it i love that wrestling can be so many things and not everything can be a five and if it is then it means nothing like there needs to be ups there needs to be downs there's storytelling within storytelling so i actually really appreciate this and i, I think uh, two out of five sounds way harsher than yeah than it, than yeah. it is like I, I think that this is this is what it needed to be okay any final words, anybody else? Are we moving on? All right. I totally agree. 
Perfect. That's easy then. It's time to find out what we're watching next week, ladies and gentlemen, to find out what WrestleMania ranks fifth match will be. We go to independent wrestler Fuego Del Sol. What's up? It is former AEW superstar and kind of funny best friend, aka one of the trogs. Let's go. Fuego Del Sol. And if the kind of funny crew is reviewing WrestleMania matches, then you cannot you cannot leave off one of my favorite matches of all time. I'm talking WrestleMania 25, The Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels. Both men known for creating big moments at WrestleMania and Shawn Michaels, who was a mainstay of Raw for so long, The Undertaker, a mainstay of SmackDown for so long, a match that we hadn't got since the 90s, the year before the Royal Rumble. They're the final two men and we finally got that glimpse of what could be a great match here today. And then you have this great build where Sean is trying to prove he's not intimidated. He will not be scared of The Undertaker. And it leads to one of the greatest matches of all time, with one of the coolest finishes of all time. I cannot wait for you guys to watch this match. Inarguably, this is a match that's on everybody's top five, top oh, yeah. three. Like, oh. this is a match, Mike. Okay. Unlike okay. any other you've probably seen. Simon, you, of course, won't be with us next week. What is your top level for Taker Sean WrestleMania 25? Oh, man. I mean, it's it's just... It's, the, the thing is, it's not only great when you talk about it. You go back and watch it, and you're like, oh, my gosh, no, it really is great. Like, it's so good. And it gets even better when you do everything from the Raw Rumble leading into it. And it gets even better when you put both of their WrestleMania matches and you just take all the take all the quick hits. It is it's so good. And it makes me laugh that people still get mad at one Dave Meltzer because he didn't give it five stars. Still that <laughs> still makes me laugh that people get so mad about that. It's irrelevant. It doesn't matter. This is a match I think anybody that likes wrestling will enjoy. You're in for a treat. It's awesome. It's 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 top tier. It really is. Hell yeah, everybody. That's your homework for next Thursday, WrestleMania 25, Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels. And that's another episode of the Kind of Funny Screencast special, WWE WrestleMania ranked. Simon Miller, thank you so much for joining us. Where can people keep up with you? I mean, the best thing to do is very sadly on social media, look for Simon Miller 316. No, I would not have put 316 after my username if I'd known what the future held back in 2007. <laughs> but I did it and it's totally fine. It just makes me a nerd. But yes, if you search me there, uh, you can find me on YouTube as well at What Culture Wrestling or my own channel at Simon Miller. And then everything kind of converges and any kind of view or engagement or telling me I'm a bald a-hole is perfectly cool. I genuinely appreciate all of it. And thank you very much for having me on here as well. This has been super cool. Oh, we got to do more yeah, with you. I can I go to bed with the... Sorry? We got to do more with you, man. I love working with you. Oh, totally. Absolutely. Honestly, I, I, no matter what the time, I can have a nap before I go on <laughs> and we can do it. I am yours forever. No doubt. Dude, that. we got to get you talking about games too. Oh, yeah, man. Absolutely. Again, that's, that was, that's my bread and butter, right? That's my foundations. I would not be here today without all my game stuff as well. So yeah. absolutely, let's do it. Well, remember, everybody, each and every week leading up to WrestleMania 40, we're reviewing and ranking a match. Handpicked by wrestling fans. Just, just peek through it. I don't know. Handpicked by wrestling friends. Uh, if you love what we do, please, of course, support us with the Kind of Funny membership, either on YouTube or Patreon, to get all of our shows ad-free, to watch live as we record them uh, for this show a week early most of the time. We're ahead of schedule for it. And, of course, to get my daily vlog series, Greg Way. You can get the screencast for free with ads and without the exclusive content on YouTube and podcast services around the globe. Until next time, suck it. Oh. <laughs>